This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. You a big motherfucker. Hey, pal, we're going to the fights. Yeah! Saudi Arabia, look out, here we come. It's the Vince versus King World Tour. Who's that, Uncle Fester? Lurch? It's the Undertaker. And Mike Tyson and Eminem. Let's have a rap battle, pal, here on SmackDown Live. Oh, man, what a crazy star-studded weekend for uh, the big Francis Ngannou and uh, Tyson fight. Uh, yeah, man, Tyson Fury, that is. Uh, but uh, some some great pictures coming out of that that I was super excited <laughs> to get to this week's Master Shoot Theater because I'm sure it's going to be highly inspirational with a lot of laughs. But before we do Raw review and uh mst it's your smackdown live review here channelattitude.com hacker hameen and the one and only unageable big stevie cool well don't don't jinx me please don't take <laughs> and hit any time as uh, we're going to talk about with vince did you see the actual video of the interview where the guy pulls them a, first they looked annoyed and they've recorded yeah. an interview yeah it literally remind taker looked like one of the cabinet members and Vince was like Biden. And when Vince was talking, you could see Taker saying, oh, my God, what's he going to say? What's he going to yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. It felt I, I felt that. I don't know if I was wrong or just. No, and, and Taker was still under the spell of I got to put him over as the top guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like the whole thing was tongue in cheek of uh, Dana White recently said this. Well, I'm glad he's on my side. He's a heck of a businessman, but not as good as me. Right. <laughs> You know, like all this self-affirming shit, man. And when you say that, who's the who's the big goof from Pennsylvania that that shows up to Congress dressed like I'm dressed? Oh, Fetterman. It's it felt very Fetterman esque with Taker standing there. Which version? Do we have multiple versions of Vince? That's true. We do with Biden and Fetterman. Seems like it's a body double or I don't know anybody would have actually how much money would you need to get paid to to wear that mustache around full time dude that was that was the big news right so I saw it from afar and I go there's no way he has a Hitler mustache and then when you come in close it's still got the thin line uh but But it's really faded it's, (laughs) it's really faded and the Hitler part is very so I was like wow dude Vince has found out uh through the world war World War II box set from Time Life Video. That's what he's been doing in his free time. Get the free preview of World War Four, Five, and Six for free. Future, you get a pre-order on those. Well, yeah. <laughs> By the way, I I think this is Master Shoot Theater. I think Young Writer Deuce dared him. You're, there's no way you'll fight. You won't do it. You won't go no, to you won't, you won't Hitler. Go there with Hitler. What? You God, son of a hell, bitch. I won't. <laughs> uh, but uh, interesting in the headlines I discovered on the Monday locker room with RBV uh, that Vince says Saudi Arabia is WWE's new home. Like that, 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 that is going to be the, the, the new home for uh, all things like, uh, 
our home base here. One second. Let me uh, look that back. Well, up. I'd like to know if Sonya Deville and others like her are going to move to Saudi Arabia and make it their home yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, Vince McMahon and The Undertaker were at uh, Boulevard Hall in Riyadh, Saudi, to watch Tyson Fury and Francis Ngannou lock horns in boxing. The pair spoke to MMA junkie there. And uh, Vince explained how he feels about Saudi as uh, Saudi's efforts in staging sports entertainment. He says, well, I think they're doing so much. I mean, they're delving into superior aspects of all sports and entertainment. Give me money. Give me money. He said before adding, everything's the best in the world is going to be there. Uh, he says, we, well, this is our home now. Uh, talking about Boulevard Hall. This is, it's been pronounced. This is our home. WWE's home. So they're calling, I guess, the Boulevard Hall venue their MSG. Uh, but this Ooh. is the 2040 plan, 15-minute cities, giant wall, move people out of uh, farming areas, put them into one big, uh, you know, cattle line, barn. The big line thing, the narrow yeah, thing. Big, big the line, yeah, 2040. And that's the same thing China was trying to do and built these super cities that are all ghost cities now. So will this fall flat on its face uh, or will they actually be able to, with bread and circuses, attract enough people with, I was talking to Rick about with this, dude, no one can touch the money. They've got 660 billion in a slush fund for the public fund. That's after everything's paid for. That's just FU money. And on the interest alone, they can do what they want to. They paid Phil Mickelson, a PGA golfer past his prime, $200 $200 million to go there. So, of course, when you got guys that are going, Dana White, can I get a $50,000 bonus? And, and they're like, well, we'll see. Dude, those guys are going to make any fighter that's in UFC now can make 10 times as much as they're making there in pro fight league that the Saudis just bought. So you're going to see that. You're going to see NBA games, NFL games. They're going to sell out. You might even see an NFL game on 9-11 with a never forget sticker on the back of a guy's helmet live from Riyadh. That's how fucked up this world is about to be. About about to be? (laughs) By the way, 10 acres uh, in Florida. There's a cabin. Has good bones. I'm going to check it out. Nice. See what happens. Get me good bones, please. (laughs) My bones are shit. Uh, But, you know, here he is stumping for it, bro, and and this is what's going to happen. You're going to see... The kingdom of Saudi Arabia buy into every major sport there is and bring it there uh, at an Olympic level event. I mean, I, I you know, I, I always uh, ask you to gauge my instincts because I have instincts on usually the negative stuff in my life. My wife says I have a good little radar for shitty people. You know, plenty of experience, thirty mm. years in wrestling. I've been trained well. Did it have? Remember the scene from They Live where they go to the fancy dinner and the guy is trying to tell them the way things work and Piper yeah. and the, the sidekick? That interview and what Vince was saying, it just had very much a, these are our overlords and our people. Yeah. It, it had a They Live type of feel to it. Did it feel that way to you? It's the new world or it legit is the NWO of like, what is shifting? We are shifting away from the American dollar, the American market, massive debt that we've had with China for decades, Saudi oil that we're beholden to, the the Rothschild banks that they don't want to participate in or get smoked by the Clinton faction. And 
That's why they keep claiming this 2030 and 2040 movement of 15 minute cities of, of all this, you know, realigning borders and and putting people together in mass and you will own nothing and like it and be entertained and, and be serfdom. Once again, you will live on the King's land and you won't shoot the King's deer or any of that shit. You're spot on with, uh, with all that of where it's going, but they're framing it in a way where it's just like, looks like we're home, you know, Uh, everything that we, we had before sell it. Everybody's got a price for the billion dollar man. They're trillion dollar man. Trillion dollar man. Yeah. You know what it is? You know, we're going to do all these things, but you get Grubhub. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You can sit in your house and you don't have to go out and shop for food. And, and will there be a breakdown or a false, or a big facade of equal rights and liberty that comes in the Middle East when you say, is a Sonia Deville moving there? How do they feel about that? Or where's Sami Zayn with his uh, Syria charity and, and, and wokeness when they're launching missiles from Syria right now into the Iron Dome? Anybody? Anybody want to step up and be woke culture right now? <laughs> like, they're so, you know. I think you'll see queers for Palestine marching through the Gaza Strip before you see that. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff, we're going to need that at 10 minutes soon. <laughs> well, they call themselves. I, know, I, I said it too, and he hammered me. Oh <laughs> so, yeah, it's very interesting. I, I think I was looking, I was wondering why Sammy has been cooled off so much. So are we talking conspiracy theory that the Saudis or other people that are in charge or people that are involved with the Saudis like Endeavor is, they say, no, yeah, no, yeah, down the line. Could could be, but he he looks like uh, a dude who's either going to be a redheaded Jewish guy or uh, a dude who. Well, they don't necessarily part, like those either. I know, part <laughs> Scottish, but then everything is like, oh, the people of Syria and Hezbollah is set up there doing what they need to do. So. No, we, we, we only play politics when it suits ourselves of uh, just another victim, brother, but uh, when it's the dark side of what's really going on. And the the Saudis uh, are pissed because this whole thing they just had was supposed to be a big investment uh, like two weeks ago, a huge summit to like invest in the Middle East, the new Middle East, where we're woke and we fucking, you know, are, are, it's not that old way of chopping hands off unless you catch us. Uh, and, and then when Israel and Gaza popped off, uh, with, uh, Hamas, they are, they were pissed. Cause a lot of people were like, fuck you. I'm not putting my money in here of, of who were going to be big corporate, you know, lenders in that shit. So, but they're, they also said they back Palestine. So where are we going? You know, uh, it's our home. Oh, is it? <laughs> it's very interesting, bro. It's very interesting of this shift in, and we talked about it with CIA op and the new world order and deep state all intertwined when this shit started. And only five years later, four years later, you're seeing the real shift of the chess pieces and the, and the whole board shifting is what they wanted. And on an, on a, yeah. On another note, I just got to look at Taker and go, I know his back has to be so sore. And then you're forced to fly or feel like you're forced to fly all the way over there. Unless Unless he picked up a hundred million dollar check just for showing up, I bet you know, like did. yeah, 
good for him. Get your money. But he got to be over on the way, like, like with his back and neck. Be like, oh, my God. I don't care what plane you're on, how comfortable it is. If it has a bed, a gym, a restaurant, it's still flying. It's still not yeah. comfortable. How about uh, Mike Tyson and Eminem there, though? That, now, like that, I said to Rick, I go, now that's a fucking – uh, squad I want to see together the I don't give a fuck nobody can say anything to me Undertaker retire on top never has to probably work ever again in his life Vince 9.3 trillion Mike Tyson will bite your fucking ear off and Eminem untouchable in the hip-hop world could you imagine those four guys in a wrestling ring together well but they were in a place where you should kind of care what you say you can't really say <laughs> what you want to so let's let's be real here they're they're, they're, they're over here in the U.S. they can do whatever they want over there they're going to be good little people. Hostage crisis, too. No offense, brother. <laughs> Hi, my name is... Yeah, Vince McMahon. Uh, <laughs> you ready maybe to break Vince, down? Maybe Vince, maybe Vince is released on a rap album in 2024. That's what I thought. We might have an actual freestyle or else a hot mixtape with him and Eminem together. It'd be sick. Uh, or you can put the do-rag back on. Here's the other thing. I saw in the Hameen Media discussion... Group, group. That there was rumors that TKO is already talking about going back private with the stock. So there's a little bit of a scam going on again. Oh, they that they're pissed that they thought that once they merged, that stock was going to go from about eighty six dollars up to back up to one hundred and twenty, mm-hmm. and it's gone down to seventy four and is floundering right around eighty right now. So. Then they tried to marginalize Vince, let that leak out that he's not going to have part in it because of whatever might be coming down. Pay-per-views haven't been too crazy, like not, you know, as must-see TV of anybody who's fighting. And hmm, stock price isn't there. So with them owning it all and under their control, they were able to do better, I guess, on the books in some way and not hold as much debt. But there still need to trim the fat on, I think, uh, like, you know, whatever they have duplicates of two graphic design teams, what have you, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe all those people were gone in the first hundred firings. It's been pretty secret. And then they moved to the new building, which looks incredibly nice, but it looks like it might be empty with all the people they let go and, and the other yeah. people. I don't know where Endeavor's base out. I would, I would guess Vegas and LA. So. It's mixed I between so, there. Yeah. I don't think anybody wants to move to Stanford, Connecticut from Vegas or LA or Riyadh. (laughs) Well, I'm just wondering what, what money in the bank on the roof is going to look like in Riyadh. It might be awesome. Might be releases coming soon. Like in lieu of, I won't, I'm just doing that, Jeff. I'm not saying what it is. The return of Bigfoot to the roof. The night Kimono Wanalea took on Bigfoot. The night, the night Sonya Deville <laughs> fell off the roof. Angry Whoops. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see what happens with their stock price. Seems like a slow news day to kick things off, even though these have been pretty big headlines here. But uh, um, that usually means there's a storm of brewing someplace. So if Vince went all the way there. writers are going to visit the Turkish embassy anytime soon? Yeah, there that's... could be a uh, Sean Ross Khashoggi. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, super mad. It was in your group or Vince's group where Raj was talking about something, and then he, yeah. these people, man, just get me out of here, please. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Ten acres know. in Florida. That's yeah. where it's at. Cannabis dispensary. That'd be nice. <laughs> Cash in. 
Uh, and cash out, man. But uh, yo, let's get let's punch in, punch out here. It's SmackDown Live for uh, October 27, 2023 in Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And we're kicking things off with the big dog, a.k.a. Uh, the... I am the head of the table, the tribal chief. Uh, with Paul Heyman. And while he's doing his 10-minute Undertaker entrance, L.A. Knight's music hits, and he just blows by him to get into the ring quickly. And big dog looks at him, and good acting with the look. Uh, but L.A. Knight takes the head of the table spot. I like that, too. I thought that was a funny and strong move in order to do that and, and let them react to something. Um, but it's a contract signing, so you know what's going to happen. Um, they go back and forth, and then Big Dog flips the table, and it goes right into the head of L.A. Knight and almost out into the crowd. That almost got a little wonky and dangerous. Um and I like Nick Aldis uh, as the GM, but I felt like I needed a little more energy from him right here in this performance. A little more I'm in charge now, guys, type stuff, or, or just uh, being the figurehead there. But um, you know you're getting the table flip. They put back over that it's uh, his first time, and I'll be gentle, a lot of uh, uh, anal sex innuendo in this. But, uh, oh, what's going on, pal? There you go. Uh, good, good avatar. Sure, buddy. <laughs> That's my pal. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with why this keeps going out. I, I think I think we should really dive a little deep into this and maybe come back and you know talk about it. I was going to say touch on it, but they they used enough of those metaphors. They did avatar. Fine. We talked about it last week, and my only fear is we were we were kind of like pushing for the LA night elevation into the main event. Yeah. But we really feel like now, be careful what you wish for, be careful what you ask for. You might just get it and it won't be the finish that a lot of fans are hoping for. So I still stand by. It should have been a Macho Man Randy Savage type of progression from Mm -hmm. the U.S. or Intercontinental title. Then by the time maybe WrestleMania or even after WrestleMania, whatever happens with Roman or Cody and Rock or whatever, that's when L.A. Knight can step in going undefeated that entire time in that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I like the undefeated streak for sure. I think they're just got eyes for Gunther and this guy looks like a He-Man character. You know what I mean? Leading man, good looks and can cut the rocks promo. So the fact they fast tracked him, at least they made a main eventer. He's going to go under. And then, like you said, rock Cody story uh, finishes, then come back around. Okay. But you, you mentioned too, that Roman is Vince's, like darling his project for the past however many years even when he was a baby face shoving him down people's throats this would be a good test to see if endeavor is in charge of the booking because this guy's reactions are just incredible what do we do i mean you as a writer you as a booker what do you do when you got the hot hand with this guy and then you have gunther as the big heel in the background that could literally be a double champion so you could take the belt off at LA night and put it on Gunther. Now you got, you got another something. made big heels. Yeah, no, I think that's a, a great, oh, well, great well, what do you think idea. about that? How, I mean, we're two, we're, we pulled the trigger, but now how do we protect LA night? Even in a loss, what do we do? Well, to me, it's a heel finish with a solo Sokoa cost in him. like falsy, falsy, falsy. You think he's going to get Roman 
they cheat on him so he can spin out, do a quick little piece that way as we move on to Cody or The Rock because as much as LA Knight's been built and has money on him, those stories are bigger long-term business with bigger payoffs than making LA Knight. The fact that we took him from Maxim Male Models up to this point and gave him the shine with The Rock, Cena, and Triple H, and one thing to put him alongside those guys is a huge up in one year. Now we might have to put him through the meat grinder a little quicker for whatever reasons, political or the fact that it just doesn't fit with our long-term booking of where we wanted to go to finish out with Cody or if we get the opportunity with The Rock. So run it now while it's hot. He's elevated, and we can figure a way to mix him in. I don't like I – don't, I don't mind what you said with Gunther taking it off, Roman, doing that and making him. But um, I think just a simple heel finish here and then hope spot going into Royal Rumble that he might be the guy and – whoever we choose to, you know. It's just tough. I'm I'm trying to think uh, as we go through the show. I mean, then again, Gunther could cost him the title, and that gets it's the old Sergeant Slaughter winning the belt, and then Warrior went off with Savage. There was yeah. a reason to yeah. do that. So if it's Gunther or Sai, I would, I would do this too, possibly. L.A. Knight wins the title. Logan Paul wins the title after that. I still, I still stand by if Endeavor, Nick Khan, and all these crossover type of things. Why are you not pulling the trigger on L- on Logan Paul as a heel champion in WWE? That wouldn't be a bad. That wouldn't be a bad spin out of LA Knight and Logan Paul to be like, who's the next guy who's going to get a shot uh, to to go that way? Because Logan Paul can be like, oh, you're LA Knight. You wear Timberland boots and uh, a vest. I don't see you out in LA. I'm I'm out in LA all the time, and I don't see you out at the club. So what's what's so LA about you? You know, like all the shit just to call him out for what he isn't in in. in versus uh you know him being an influencer and they have a good match spin out that way as they both try and get to roman i think wwe should thank uh their lucky stars they actually have a good problem right now they we're mentioning yeah. a lot of names yeah that are you know you even throw ray in there you throw other people in there you have a lot of names to figure it out it's a, it's a good problem to have as a creative team don't flatten everybody out that's the problem yeah. they don't know how to book without hurting somebody you keep that's, a heel on top, right? Because you can make baby faces off of their heat and make hope, but you got to have a baby go over eventually. But when, as soon as the, the second a baby face really has the title, you only got about 90 to 100 days until it starts becoming a little stale because the money's in the chase, as they say. So how do you, if you were to put him over, keep him hot enough to be like people want to see the title on him because there's only going to be so many times you can go, oh, it's whose show is this, and do that over and over again. And then much like well, people are tired of Seth right now. Well, you need a heel, you need a heel authority figure. You got to, if he's a baby mm-hmm. face and wins the title, he has to run the copy-paste storyline that Austin did. So right. if it's Adam Pierce, if it's Aldis, if it's Aldis and Pierce, as per Triple H, or you had got to get Vince or Triple H back on screen to say, we didn't want him as champion. We want yeah. Roman. I feel There's it's got to your- be Triple H, right? Like, let, let it be Triple H insulated by Pierce and Aldis. Well, that's where you bring in your click storyline, too, that his buddies yeah. and him never liked this. And hey, you, just, yep. you see Hunter and Sean's true colors come out. But, of course, they love being the beloved 
uncle or father NXT and they don't want to, you know, put out there that they're political douchebags. Hey, they got to get theirs, bro. Yeah, Christian. I, I've read that in Genesis <laughs> 1 1. Uh, any other notes to punch that up at all, uh, that, that segment, Stevie? No, I just think, well, you know, if Roman's a heel, he's selling a ton of t shirts. So, how much of a heel is he really? That's true. He never gets beat. How much of a heel is he really? Mm-hmm. So, you want a heel, it's got to be Gunther, or I'm, I'm still going with Logan Paul. You want maximum crossover. Why not put the belt on the guy? Yeah. I, I definitely believe Vince McMahon is in on this show. Absolutely. Because up next, we got Carlito versus uh, Santos Escobar, LWO represent. Carlito and Santos versus Bobby Ashley's uh, Street Profits. Uh, and fucking in, on uh, commentary, uh, you hear someone say, or it was Graves, I believe he goes, the vitriol inside of Carlito. You hear vitriol, it's him. He looked pretty laid back and relaxed to me. Yeah. It didn't look like he feel any vitriol. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Logan uh, Paul comes in and Pearl Harbor's uh, Rey Mysterio um, at the end of this as well. So, uh, But Carlito and Santos, Carlito, the big comeback, the nostalgia looks awesome. Did a dive, did a flip dive in this match. Usually don't see that from Lito, especially other dudes, uh, you know, as we get on in years and he's fucking massive now too. So I wouldn't want to catch him. Um, but street profits are up here with Bobby Ashley. Uh, I don't know. Like you bring him back just to, to beat him. Could have done a couple different things here. I thought. Yeah. I think, like you said, I think the street profits are getting less over each week as heels. Cause nobody's reacting. They want to like them. And it's just, are they heels? They come out and dance. Yeah. <laughs> They're still doing the shock and jive, like, the, you know, uh, back and forth stuff. I'm going, what? what is this, dude? And plus, you got Cedric on the same show. Why not beat the shit out of him backstage for wanting to get back in the hurt business? It's just like you hurt both sides because you refuse to uh, address that there was a hurt business before. And then Cedric looks like an idiot for not wanting to be part of it again. Right. And Should we the change finish. the name to hurting the business instead of her business? Hurting their hurting their baby face uh, merch sales. That's what it is. <laughs> but uh, I, I feel like these finishes too. It seems like the last two finishes involving the street profits, especially with the LWO, feels overbooked, flat, and it's just too drawn out. Have you felt yeah. that way? There's no boom, boom, boom at the yeah, end. No, it always ends in some weird. Here's the real business, not getting these guys over his heels or heat. It just uh, – and Lashley's getting cheered because he's a, he's a monster, dude. Like, you don't make humans like that all every day, all day, you know? So, no, I, I, I don't need know, to man. finish the revelation. By the way, that finish, you're going to give somebody a stinger. They'd like, like the way Escobar landed right on – I mean, yeah. you know, Ford could break his collarbone. Yeah on that there's so much can go wrong and if you want the fans to at least get excited as heels like to let them do the frog splash why are you you're not you're not helping anything by taking moves out of the repertoire as well they just look like very flat i can't put my finger on it they just look medium the road never neither heel or baby face just a couple guys yeah, forgettable. And all these yeah. guys have tons of talent to get over, but we're not booking to the strengths of how to get heat or to get him over as a baby pop. 
you know so um strange man strange shit uh logan paul pearl harbor's mysterio um then we cut that out jeff oh sorry uh Heyman and roman backstage uh looking at the nfl belt what was it cowboys belt no, it was, it was, last week was Cowboys, right? Well, I don't so know it was probably this Packers this week. I can't remember Packers if they were in Milwaukee. Um, but uh, Jimmy Jimmy Hot Route is what I'm going to call him now. He's calling the audible. Uh, Blue forty two set deuce. Uh, Jimmy Hot Route uh, injured. He put injured reserve list for I can't. I can't. Oh, okay. He goes. Uh, I'm on the injured reserve list, and Roman just goes. What he goes? He goes. I can't. He goes, what? I can. I will. I will do it. I will. <laughs> I like the little game they played there where he, he laid out, tried to call the audible loose, da, 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 and get himself out of it. And Roman just had to look at him and he switched his tune instantly. I, I thought that was a good little play, even though all this football stuff is, as Conan would say, JoJo, it's not really playing that well. You know what I mean? So, but they got to sell know. these belts. I, I... I think that this this whole deal with this this group is dead in the water right now, and I don't know what they can do to to really bring it back unless there is that chase on the other end with LA Knight going over. There has to be some kind of thing to shake the whole storyline. I'm still standing by. People heard it last week. They are going to get them all back together. It was all a ruse. Yep. Even Sammy's going to come back as a heel, mm. as the honorary ruse. Yeah, because everybody is way less than what they were, and there's no reason oh, for way, it. Way, way, man. There's Whoa. no, there's, there's really no reason for it to to be that cooled off of. They just split them all up. The real reason is Vince got tired of playing with these toys in the bathtub, right? And that was it. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they, you know, we famously said a few times, Bischoff is right when he says six months to a year to get the fans to finally kind of catch on emotionally and invest in it and really get familiar with the characters. You just scratched the surface in the first year, maybe two, because it was a COVID that started during COVID. So sure. I wouldn't even count that year. So you could have ran this for another year easily. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't believe in the jumping the shark thing because Hacksaw Jim Duggan was always Hacksaw Jim Duggan, the ultimate warrior, Hogan, Savage. These dudes never changed and switched gears. It was just the angle and the storyline that they were a part of that mixed it up. So big mistake, even breaking them up in the beginning. Yeah. And even especially when it was like, which one is he of the twins? And sometimes some weeks now, even when they're not in the same show, I'm, I'm the same way. That's bad. When you go, we don't even know which one's which that means yeah. neither one stand out right now. Yeah. Uh, Logan Paul interview out in the back. And he says, got your mic. Uh, like for those who don't know, and that smart thing, that was the, when his brother did got your hat on, um, uh, what's the one fucking uh, Latino fighter? The brothers there in, in UFC who don't give a fuck. They they fight oh, Diaz, Diaz. Diaz brothers, and he did the got your hat. His brothers did. So the deep cut of like you got to be a serious UFC nerd to understand like what that little line was that they put that in there. But got your mic uh, and does his interview backstage, and we kind of get a bleed of scenes in this, and I I, I didn't mind it. Because we have uh, KO with uh, some wrestle crap and does uh, some punchable face bit with uh, Grayson Waller and uh, well, I call them Pound Town, Pound Town Downtown. Um, 
and uh, Grayson Waller and Austin Theory, and he walks out of the shot after saying after they get into a scrap, and even Jamie Noble has a nice little yes and uh, saying, yeah, you could knock him out with one punch, and you think the scene's over, and then he runs in and hits them both with one right hand, a running right right hand, and they both go down. See, I told you I could do it. So a little bit of wrestle crap, but I laughed at this. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I agree with that, but, man, I look at Austin Theory, and it's just like this dude a year ago was set up to be champ. What happened? What happened? Uh, Cleopatra's egg. Well, you don't need it. You don't need a title when you got the egg. Once that decided, it's like the spirit destiny. Once that disappeared, his, inv- his invulnerability was gone. That was it. That was it for him. Um, is it up your ass? Bend over. Let me find out. Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. Uh, out, Jeff. <laughs> Dragon Lee and uh, Cedric backstage in a very painful interview you can't believe you're watching wwe when guys who've been under contract for about a decade cut a promo that's this basic and like like this is nxt class level like bro where's your energy where are we it's paint by numbers you remind me of me when i had the fighting spirit and i was like this when i first came and everybody said it said uh the the match of the night and da 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 because i was doing all my get my shit in stuff and then one day they made me a janitor, <laughs> you know, like all the, all this shit. So this promo was as plotty and predicated. And if you haven't watched wrestling for the last six years weekly, you're going Cedric who like, why, why, when were, when were you over with this? And uh, this promo didn't help his case any of, Hey, you're getting mic time tonight. Get over. <laughs> no, but I, I gotta, I gotta push back a little bit because I've been in that spot. Okay. They will take every bit of the joy, the enthusiasm, and everything out of it. And if you still want to show the enthusiasm and try to do anything you can to bring any kind of energy to any performance, they will produce you to be as bland and paint by numbers and whatever other saying you and Russo say to look as ineffective as possible. My guess is that wasn't the one take. They took the worst take on purpose. Really? Okay. Yeah, absolutely, dude. That's Cedric great, great insight. Have, That's insight I wouldn't know from not being there. They, they just set him up. They they don't put – and we're going to see about the, the vignette with Pretty Deadly and the, the Brutes. They can put effort into whatever they want, and they can also remove and strip any effort out of any segment to make a talent look like shit. And that goes for Dragon Lee, too, because he was part of it. So even if – he was good. It didn't matter. The whole segment was brought down. And I believe it was brought down just like certain towers on purpose. I put, what the fuck is this promo? And then I go, oh, I know who's writing this one. Because we follow up with uh, our second most homoerotic line of the night. It would be my pleasure to take you to your limit and beyond. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it would be my pleasure. Is there something with Vince and uh, Saudi flights when we're like Master Chief there gets a little gets a little horny? <laughs> just br- gets me randy. Do you think um, there's going to ever be any any NDA, NDAs exposed with males? Do you think that's going to happen? Um, it depends who's ready to step up and say they got molested. Or are you uh, who's right addressing a wig count? He's not, yeah. <laughs> I, I think, why not, bro? 
Uh, I think why not? I was uh, going to do a what went wrong on that, but you want to talk about legal shutting down every video on the oh, channel. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the end. That would be it. Uh, Shotzi versus Chelsea. Uh, then we get uh, Aldis, Chelsea, and Piper backstage to to make this match on the fly, really. Um, and rib on Shotzi about her pinhead haircut because it's Halloween. Uh, dude, the crowd was dead for this match. Like, crickets, mm-hmm. silent. I felt bad for them. Let me ask you a question about that because – but there is a booking reason to put it there. Sorry. Go ahead. No, tell me why the booking reason first. Because Cena's up next. Bring him down to, to get the bigger pop. And that's a horrible feeling when you're a talent to know that you're the I person that's cooling everybody down. That should be like a kick in the ass. Like either I got to step it up or I got to go somewhere else because I don't want to be in that. No, no wrestler wants to be in that spot. The thing with the match is. I don't know what it is about Chelsea Green with the way she moves or bumps or it just it feels like the the outside the car lot thing, the wavy thing. It just feels so It's the Don Stevens it, Don Stevens school of wrestling. It feels the NXT NXT level of intensity or like I can't quite put my finger on it. I'm just saying it it doesn't feel like it's a fight. It feels like play wrestling. That you're acting. She's acting. She's an actor, I bet. But she's acting like a wrestler, acting like she's hurt, acting like she's being – and it's so, like, transparent. That's what it is. Yeah, well, it's it's the girls training together to do the PWG independent style and think that that's going to get them by with bypasses and quick feet and all that shit. As opposed to being a Karen and being on the cell the entire time. And she originally trained with Lance Storm. So, you know, I would like to see things a little more technical, but it's not really in her character to do that. It is to be a little bit all over, but she doesn't commit to the Karen bit. She's sexy and you want to get with her like a, you know, a, a Playboy centerfold. That's not what we, we can't keep crossing these streams of like, I hate this girl who bitches who's super hot. I need to see her disheveled, mad, and complaining, you know? And just one little backstage thing with Shotzi to make the match on the fly was not going to get oh, that. Oh, and that dropkick off the top, I thought she was going to break her tailbone. She yeah, landed right on her. Nasty. If you're that girl in the Karen, why are you doing a top rope dropkick? Nobody even remembers it. The whole spot should have been that, trying to get up there, cut her off, cut her off, do the top rope dropkick, miss, take your own ass bump, feet up with big face, Instagram, DDT, whatever. That's it right there. Well, let's just, I want to end it on a positive note. I don't want to be in, nobody died. Yes. You really have to say when the girls are involved and nobody dies, then yeah. we really did. It's yeah. a good night. All right. And Shotzi's going to host uh, the Spooktacular, whatever that is, uh, this week for, I think, NXT. Uh, so she'll be a host and doing all that. So I'm glad she's getting a shot. Uh, Cena pops the crowd, but uh, then he does all this pandering about I needed you and I don't have it, or don't I have it anymore. He's in jeopardy of losing his support. Really? He's in jeopardy of losing his support for all these years. This, to me, feels very Vince McMahon. Then Heyman comes down and uh, shills big time uh, and says that he could have been as uh, much as him, but he always had to be the good guy, and his ability to communicate uh has taken away from taken away oh 
the whole heat here is going to be what happens when Solo spikes you in the neck and takes away your communication because that's what makes you special, John. So if you don't have the ability to communicate, well, then you just might lose all of your supporters. Uh, I was just like, dude. This is this is the stakes we're laying out. John Cena's worried about losing his fans because he, he might get spiked in the throat and his ability to communicate. Okay. The, they sat around a room, and, and that's the best they came up with. Yeah, that sounds about right. I hope they show my picture from the throat surgery and say it's Cena's from getting the, the <laughs> sun, like a big scar with the drainage thing. That would be and great. I would say, John, don't worry about it because he has had neck and throat surgery, and I think your ability to communicate is just fine, Stevie. Yeah, well, that just means one thing, that they need to shut my entire channel down. <laughs> that's it. But, uh, yeah, he lost his voice. That's, that's what they really mean. It's not anything to do with your neck. They're just going to come DCMA all your shit. Yeah. Uh, DMCA, whatever it is. I put the spike cell, so I don't know. Cena they so can't, he, they, Cena can I, – I can't think. I mean, he's getting the big Saudi payoff, I'm sure. Yeah. That's nice. But he can't wait to go back to making movies. I'm sure he can. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, even I saw a redacted tactics thing where when he cut the promo on The Rock when The Rock left for Hollywood and then he is about not being a company man or not being loving this shit. And then he went to Hollywood and now he's like, and now I regret that because I see what he had to go through. It's a different game altogether of, you know, back, back. Did your antennas up? Uh, yeah, perk yeah. up when you heard that <laughs> yeah and they perked up when i heard this one in this la night promo because this was the most homoerotic line of the night of the three i'm gonna ride your ass around the ring Whoa, oh my. <laughs> I'm gonna ride what are we what are we, <laughs> what well, are you, we you know what this stuff is not gonna play in saudi arabia i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh shit um then we get dragon lee versus cedric you know who's over here dragon lee uh he does it's the age of alexander promo and apparently it wasn't the age of alexander <laughs> he went under that's a vince uh, thing he's, he's been reading history books and oh yeah, alexander, alexander the great yeah of course great stuff uh then we get eo versus uh charlotte uh flair recrap of last week uh, and then out comes EST, and she's motivated by vengeance. That classic babyface vengeance that they all seek uh, based on, uh, you know, the, where she was home injured. And usually she lets things uh, roll off her shoulder and brush that dirt off her shoulder and doesn't hold a grudge. But this time, it's vengeance for EST. <laughs> uh, more McMahonisms all throughout this show, bro. Uh, and she's hell bent on vengeance. And then when she leaves, she whips her hair around <laughs> in all ghetto fashion. Nothing says vengeance like a good ghetto hair flip. Oh. I'm I'm still. It just makes me laugh each and every time when I I when they say, how can I put it this way? I I just don't understand sitting in the crowd. You paid for a ticket. She's in the ring. She's talking about the girl and how she wants to win the title back, but she's definitely. Not going to do it for you tonight that's paid for it. It's somewhere else. Down the road. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, Don't wrestle up. here. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that like the most Pavlovian? Like, we're going to have a match. 
somewhere else. Yeah. 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 It's like, let's do house show, except for right now when we got to do TV for next week. Right. <laughs> like, and it's just kidding. <laughs> you don't get shit. We already got your money. You know, and then they'll do it the next week where they have that match there, but somebody else will make one for the next town too. Uh, I just, uh, baby faces seeking vengeance is hilarious to me. That nobody in the, nobody goes in the fucking room going, um, should, should good guys seek vengeance or revenge? Like, and what is the inciting incident if they did? Like, if you killed somebody's brother or sister and they're on a quest that way, that's different, but just to come back and and act all pissed off, and then twenty seconds later you're smiling, skipping, <laughs> whipping your hair braid around. They just I don't, don't think they, we they don't connect the dots. No, they don't to act like and what they're. They go, okay, I did my promo, I did the scripted promo. Now let me go back to that rehearsed NXT entrance. Yeah, but everybody knows. Do you think they're going to put her in the hurt business if they do turn her? They might, they might need to just to help them because they're more lost than she is. Yeah. It's all she has left right now. Yeah. And especially with Jade right around the corner. How about that? Would you put Jade in there instead? Like you think it's EST, but Jade takes her spot. Well, that would be great for messing with a, you know, a married couple like they like to do. Sure. Yeah. And then putting her on raw Bianca away from her husband. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and even have Jade uh, do some innuendo where she's rubbing uh, oil on his abs or some shit and she walks in. You know what I mean? All that no, shit. She wouldn't, she wouldn't walk in. It would just happen. You just let Nobody would just, yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way to uh, uh, Then in the main event, we get Jimmy Uso versus LA Knight. I put this was a good match. There's a couple things I really don't like, though. Uh, and I'll get your opinion on this. I hate the dead cell on the clothesline double down. Like, take a move. You're on the cell. You get up just enough to fucking power clothesline the guy, and then you die. I hate that as a double down. I think those are the worst things that they teach in NXT, and it's one of the, aside from the triple clothesline comeback, just to teach rhythm when they brought that to TV. Uh, you know, the the basics where these kids think it's the way it should be, and it's not. Uh, and I hate the DDT falsy sequence that's so predictable. It's bump, bump, catch them, DDT, pin, one, two, kick out. You know it every time. Like, it's things like this in the match that take away from the believability just because you you know the falsy's coming. It's not going to be there. And we're just going through the motions of a high spot drill or a comeback to to get to that point where we're like, all right, four minutes left to go. Better do this part now before we get to the real business. I think that we need to stop doing that. It's lazy wrestling and it's too predictable. Damn, you left out the part that I hated the most. Okay. The suplex on the apron. Yeah, yeah. Like this dude is and finally got the spot he wanted. Yep. Jimmy Uso is in a main event spot. Yep. And you're doing it a week before probably the biggest payoff of the year. You're going to suplex a guy on the apron for no reason only to get up to take it take his finish yeah yeah which i have to say that thing he did like mcafee where ran and jumped off the top rope man that superplex was it was actually it was unbelievable yeah it was and the bft is finally getting over thank god they stuck with it but i still think the elbow is the way to go it's just all this get the people and hit the elbow i think that's a good way to go 
yeah, there's not enough time to do character right before the BFT. You know what I mean? It's quick snap, got him, as opposed to here's my moment to charge it up. I agree with that fully. Yeah, I forgot about the suplex on that. Why risk it, man? Why risk any of that shit for a SmackDown match that isn't going to mean shit at the end of the day? Well, it's just not the finish of the match. Nobody's getting structured out. They're not getting counted out. Both guys have to be up after that. So you're not – it's a gloss over spot, and nobody – I bet you nobody remembers it until we just mentioned it. I forgot about it until you brought it up. Yeah. So uh, L.A. night over with a Bigfoot uh, gimmick. And, uh, yeah, man, it was uh, some decent on the show, but uh, a lot of things that just were like a tale of two two levels when that Cedric Dragon Lee promo. But it's interesting your points on putting out the worst take possibly or setting up Chelsea Green and uh, Shotzi to be in a cool them off spot. Not fair to the talent. We got a Cena up next. What are we going to do to cool off the crowd so we can get a bigger pop there? But that's sometimes the roles we're put into, you know, so uh, not necessarily their fault. I could use a little more um, sternness. I liked when Aldis showed up the first two weeks. It seemed like he was a little uh, overwhelmed uh, in that contract signing. I needed him to have a little more uh, gravitas. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you got a guy there, and he's not allowed to break up the fight. He's that right. big. He's not allowed to. It would have been great if Roman Reigns got in his face, started doing whatever, and all just shoved him and said, no, yeah. no, you get out of my face. Yep, That would have been good to get him over just with that little thing. Um, or he put his foot, just putting the finger on him, you're fined $10,000 for putting your hands on me. Love it. I love it. You know, here's another thing, too, that, you know, we know Roman Reigns is going over. At least that's the way it looks because – uh, LA Knight got a win over Jimmy and then he hit his finish on Roman. So you don't have to pay to see that, which means you're not going right. to see it. That's why I feel like they're just setting him up to be, you know, just another guy to, to, to run through. I absolutely agree with that. And uh, just in what they're giving away, their format is so predictable in a paint by numbers, at least in a paint by number, you should be at the end of the painting, be able to go, Oh, did you paint that by hand? And then stood yourself off this. You can see <laughs> each individual part that comes together again and again and again, and it's mailed in, you know? So uh, there was a lot of uh, homoerotic McMahonisms in this show though. So whatever they're saying about uh, him being out of the creative process, I call complete bullshit on. What do you think about that? Oh, I mean, from day one, everybody got on us. Remember that first time? And I was like, this dude's not going anywhere. (laughs) And even with non-controlling interest in the stock or in the company, because now Endeavor has majority, I guess, just the fact that he is, they're probably still to some degree, outside of being friends, Ari Manuel, which we said friendship is only going to take you so far. I still think to a degree people within that part of the, the the merger are marks for the McMahons are marks for triple H and they're always going to have, they're always going to be making money. I don't know about the power, but maybe there's a, a three to five year transition plan where we'll give it over after this long. I don't know. There's usually that. I think there, I think there's there a lot of people are marks for Ben Solomon right now, to be honest with you. Cause even from Johnny Publix uh, hit me up on the on the down low. He said that he believes 
that in the next two to three years that UFC will be sold to the Saudis as well. Well, they're not they're not marks for the actual people. They're marks for their money. Let's, the money, yeah, that's yeah, what let's I'm saying. Not they, yeah. I mean, does anybody you see Vince McMahon hanging out with a Saudi prince? Do you think they can talk about anything outside of money? Yeah, well, how many bodies you got, pal? <laughs> Where's the kids? <laughs> hey, Vince wanted to be in the mainstream and the blue bloods. Now he's legitimately, you know, crossing paths. Almost, with them. He almost got thrown off a roof that one time by yeah. shutting the pay-per-view off. Yeah. So I think he better be careful. They don't forget that shit. Well, how, do you, how about going from that? I thought of that. It was going from that of, fuck you, pal, to this is our new home. Like, hmm interesting man of how everybody is uh got a price for this new 2040 plan and we'll see nfl nba major league baseball a lot go go at it uh in, in a very different uh <laughs> look from this is america's pastime to the world is watching we'll see about that man uh but if i wanted to learn the proper way to put on a figure four leg lock stevie where would you suggest that i go um Either Fightful or Wrestling Observer would be the place to go. <laughs> uh, I don't have twelve ninety nine a day now, not a month. I heard. <laughs> I don't have. I don't. Have, I can't afford subscriptions of that. So uh, let me scoop you to this new uh, YouTube channel I found called Stevie Richards Wrestling. Losing momentum by the day. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> So we need to we need to speed up this algorithm, you guys. Share these great videos, but brand new one just dropped before we went uh, to record here on uh, the Nature Boys. Rick 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 Flair, you might have heard of him. His figure four leg lock. So look forward to seeing that one, pal. Thank you. Well, I got the fitness channel too. I'm probably going to start pissing some brands off by by being very hard on them and telling the truth. Mm-hmm. So should be good. Should be good. It's the what went wrong series. Hey, by the way, I'm very happy that. John Moxley is calling for safety now. Finally, we cover yeah, that. Like in thumb, thumbnail to do the bamboo sticks in his head and say yeah. he's he's making things safer in AEW. It's fine, fine. but dude, believe it. it he puts has over nothing to do it, with me. It has nothing. Yeah. To, I got <laughs> he puts no over fun. that video, bro. Uh, not not the video, but he puts over that 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 move is what had him fucked up. For oh, like by the way, it, John Moxley's making millions of dollars a year, and then like I'm not gonna. Get, I don't want the credit. I don't care. You know. No, I'm not I mean, saying that. I'm just saying that where people are like, shut him down, do this, pull that. Here's the guy who took the bump, saying the thing that you said, pretty much of. Wrestlers need to but be protected from Richard. themselves. Nobody gives a fuck. It's just I a guy. A There's nobody. It's fine. I don't give a fuck. He um, can do whatever he wants. Yeah. No, but I, I'm just saying, the, will they continue to listen? Now maybe they will, where he wants a doctor with a red button to stop the match. Well, you let's, know, a, well, well, let's, good, let's stop you right there. This is the fucked up part about wrestling, and that's why I disconnect from it as much as possible. Because somebody that counts in a fake pushed business he says the same thing and as a guy who's wrestled everywhere and wrestled everybody they did moxley only wrestles one style i mean i can i'm not going to get into that i want to the guy deserves all the money he makes just like anybody that can get their money but you see what i'm saying the fake subjective subjective nature of people within the business Mm -hmm. it's like whatever i'll do what i want they can do what they want 
they can have that all they want all day long. At the end of the day, concussion is a concussion is a fucking concussion. And you can have all all the little sidebar banter, but when a guy's brain smacks against the inside of his skull and swelling occurs, and then you're fucked up from it for weeks on end, and somebody's trying to tell you, I believe at the end of the video it said, even on the repost, we need to find a way to have wrestlers protected from themselves. How'd the end of this week's show end on Dynamite? Uh, Brian Danielson holding his eye in his head because it came out after a broken orbital bone, and he was trying to get up to do the face-off with guys at the end. They had to tell him, sit the fuck down, your eye's hanging out of your head, and now on the shelf. But we had to get those flying knees in and every other stupid thing that that we needed to that you were going to kick out on anyway. So, uh, you know, at least they got good ratings on that show, right? They <laughs> killed it. Not announcing flair under 800,000, you know, same as the rock. Everybody knows what they're doing. We're looking for positive solutions, Stevie. I, I want to just wrap that up. I'm it, it, it's just, I do care and I do want to help the talent that, that is still my mission statement with the content, but man, they just, they just push away anybody that wants to make it better. You, myself, Russo, Anybody else, even the agents within AEW that they've shut down that really have good hearts and want to help, they, they just they don't care. So it's like sit back, collect your check, and let it happen. I would say, how's that working out for them? <laughs> hey, check clears for the agents, so I'm glad for them. For how many more weeks? If we would have done it right, you might have years. If you keep on this yes man shit and staying small, you got six months. That this is the mental retardation of of top guy wrestlers out, <laughs> turn turn agents. They don't they won't stop, can't stop, and that hey the check clears could have cleared for four years instead of cleared for one because you didn't do it the right way or stand in the way of the oncoming train of stupidity to stop it. Moxley so. is fine. Everybody stop it. <laughs> I hope he is, man. But uh, I don't know if I trust. Uh, in fact, that if they got a red button there for the doctor to push, might as well just put it right up at commentary desk and we'll make every match just like uh, the voice and they'll hit the plunger to stop the match if things go awry. Now, nah, fuck this match. Who's next? Uh, I would pop up. huge if they would do the Star Trek red alert and the, the red lights. Ooh. and a <laughs> rear, rear, rear. Like, That would be great. Yeah. Taz is like, I got to go, brother. They need me. Oh, yeah. Arms <laughs> him. oh man. But uh, we lit the fuse. No, that's the other show. We did this uh, SmackDown live reviews here today. You guys uh, breaking it down from the Milwaukee crowd. Um, some, some ups and downs piped in music, some dead spots and plenty of legends pandering to the audience. Uh, Stevie, what else going on? Anything this week, pal? Well, I'm still trying to, to lay the foundation because I don't do enough. I'm going to try to start up my tech channel and do that and give behind-the-scenes looks on how I use that, everything else. Steve Richards Fitness and, of course, the uh, Wrestling Analysis Channel, a new video on Ric Flair's figure for leg lock. And uh, shout out to Brett Harder, Mr. Perfect video by the end of the week. And I've been putting up uh, some of my independent matches up there. I had Jay Lethal for the X Division title. I might put that Al Snow one from Rocky Mountain Pro up on the wrestling one and well, then that's people a seem to be enjoying match. those. That's, that's why I'm going to say, pay attention <laughs> to who's roughing the match because she was really good that night. She really did yeah. a great job. 
Yeah. And then, <laughs> and that was the pinnacle. Uh, y'all, uh, you guys know where to keep it locked here. Channel attitude.com. Thanks for subscribing to Hami media group side. We had great interactors all weekend long for football, for the Tyson Fury fight, uh, plenty of memes, uh, you know, if you can handle it, but, uh, y'all, uh, I'm just going to keep on the cannabis this week and producing shows. Uh, Halloween, I'll be training the, the ghosts and ghouls at Upstate Wrestling Experience. So uh, no trick-or-treats for me, uh, no rest for the wicked. Here at ChannelAttitude.com, your SmackDown Live review. First of all, don't tell me what to do.